right, so let's pray just one more time. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this beautiful Sunday. Thank you for um, gathering us to worship you, Lord. Thank you for everything you've done for us, Lord. We love you so much, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So this passage is, okay, the main passage is Matthew 5.5, 5, which is, Blessed are the meek, as they shall inherit the earth. I'm going to read it one more time. Blessed are the meek, as they shall inherit the earth. Would you say you guys are meek? Or would you say you guys, ladies, are meek? Do you guys even know what that means? You know, I'm pretty positive many of us, you know, have heard this verse before. As Jesus was preaching this uh, super countercultural uh, message called the Beatitudes. And I'm pretty sure most of us all thought, what the heck is meek? I know the first time I heard it, I was thinking, what does that verse mean? What does that word mean? Why would they inherit the earth? Doesn't, I thought meek meant weak. So what does that verse even mean? I got this from a commentary, and it says the word meek from the original language was used to describe reigning in a stallion. It is the idea of the stallion being controlled by a bit and a brittle. And this stallion is choosing to submit to, to submit to authority. And you know what stallions are, right? Uncastrated male horses, super wild, super strong. And you know, they don't have to, uh, they probably don't have to listen to you even if you put a bit and a brittle on them, but they choose to. And that is meekness, that is a, uh, power under constraint. So to be meek does not mean to be weak. In fact, to be meek means you have power, but you choose to control it. Simply put, it is having your power under control. Yet, just like I did, we often confuse meekness with weakness. And Greg Laurie is a devotionalist and an author, and he says this, the difference between a meek person and a weak person is that a weak person is powerless to do anything, while a meek person can do something but chooses not to. So I would also say that meek is a synonym, could be a synonym for self-control and gentleness. And I think these two verses from Proverbs really describes a meek person and what the opposite of a meek person is. Proverbs 16:32 says, better a patient person than a warrior, one with self-control than one who takes a city. This is a, meek per this is a meek person, one who has the power to take a city, but instead has self-control and patience. That part wasn't a part of the verse, sorry. <laughs> Proverbs 25, 28, the opposite is like a city whose walls are broken, broken through, is a person who lacks self-control. You, you see the difference there? One who lacks self-control is not meek. The one who is gentle, the one who has the power not to take over that city, is the one who is meek. So how do we perceive meekness today? in this generation, in this time? Well, for one, we don't like the meek here in America. America's all about that individu individuality, 
assertiveness, getting anything, right? Anything they want, just put your mind on it and you're gonna be able to get it. In America, meek is a value you do not want. And the fact that we celebrate when we are able to get things from people, like squeezing every last penny you can get from like a business deal, or for example, maybe, or for example, maybe even celebrating the taking the advantage of an individual, which is really sick if you really think about it, but this is, people actually celebrate this stuff. And that, America just does not value meekness. And this isn't my example, but I found it while I was reading a book about meekness. And it, just, it says, when is the last time the big buildup for the movie was the moment when the good guy meekly restrains himself, even though he was wronged? We don't want to go to a movie like that. We want to see payback. We want to see where in the first half where bad things happen to that hero, and the second half consists of that person getting revenge on all those people that wronged him. That's what we celebrate here, payback. That's what entertains us. And this is what our culture celebrates. This is completely different from what the Bible says and what the Bible teaches. The Bible celebrates meekness. The biblical worldview says last is first. Giving is receiving. Dying is living. Losing is finding. The least is the greatest. Meekness is strength. The idea that we are living by God's truth, not by what our culture says, should show us the sickness of our twisted culture today. So meekness versus pride. You know, the biggest counter to meekness is a value that America has propped up, a value that everyone should strive to have, which is pride. The Bible clearly shows us that pride was the downfall of man, and it is a sin. But America has twisted this, and it made it a virtue. And America claims itself as a Christian nation, yet it takes this value of meek of meekness and makes it very, not something you want, but they twist the pride and make it, it props it up. And they say stuff like America the great and proud, America the beacon of hope and democracy. And you know, as uh, Donald Trump says, let's, let's make America great again. You know, these are all prideful remarks of America and Americans all over the world seem to carry with themselves a sense of huge entitlement wherever they go, just because they're the number one country, the richest country, the most powerful country. And you know what, entitlement is a symptom of being prideful. And while pride is one of the top virtues to have in America, on the other hand, meekness, is one of the least admired virtues in America. This is, if you were to ask someone in America, do you want to be meek, they'd probably say no. Partially because they might not know what meek means, or they might probably think it means weak. And as I mentioned before, it's strange because America calls itself a Christian nation. 
And as a Christian nation, they should know that the greatest man who had ever walked the earth, who had ever lived, and we're not talking about Donald Trump here, he might, <laughs> this is Jesus Christ himself considered himself meek. And Matthew eleven twenty nine says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek slash gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. So it says, and it says, those who follow Jesus will also bear the fruit of meekness, as it says in Galatians 5, 22, 23. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there's no law. As I mentioned, self-control could be a synonym for meekness. So to be meek is something I know I'm still working on. I know if someone wrongs me, the first reaction is I want retribution. I want to pay them back. I want that person to suffer. You know, that is not meekness. And I also, I also have to admit, I have pride, and sometimes a huge amount of it, which is something that's ingrained because, partly because of the culture that we live in, and also because, plainly, I'm a sinner. And, and as I said, I'm incredibly prideful at times, and when I look back at the times I was, it really, really makes me embarrassed to think about it. it makes me sick. Prideful about stupid things that don't matter, such as uh, like the pride I put into the gym, or getting good grades, or um, I can go on and on. The point is that I'm still working on being meek, and, I, and I, actually I am not meek. And as I wrote this sermon, it was glaringly clear I was not a meek person. I felt like as I was writing the sermon, Jesus was literally calling me out for not being meek. And as embarrassing as it is, lately I've been reading scripture, and as I've been reading the scripture, I've been uh, just crying a lot. Because as I read these scriptures, it's a reminder of how really inadequate and unworthy I am. Like, who, who am I to be, to be up here to speak to all of you guys and teach the word of God? And when I think to myself as I read those verses, I cry and I ask, why me, Lord? Why did you choose me? You know, what good am I? How am I worthy? I'm not meek like Jesus. So why would you choose me to, you know, even go up here and speak, to go to seminary? For me, it was really hard to understand and to make sense of. And this is something I struggle with. And I don't know if any of, uh, you, any of you guys going to seminary, you feel that way as well, but, yeah, I mean, I definitely feel that way. And if, this is something, as I mentioned, this is something I struggled with, and I don't know if any of you struggle with uh, also pride and not being meek. It's okay, because I feel like a lot of us are, are that way. The point is that pride on the spectrum is all on, on the opposite of the scale of meekness. Pride is on this side and meekness is on this side.
And you know, the person who was the most meek, as I mentioned, was Jesus. He was the epitome of meekness. And you know, gentleness and meekness was a huge characteristic of Jesus. He always, always defended the weak. He defended God and had self-control not to lash back at the ones who persecuted him. But you know what? He did respond when people were perverting, perverting the temple. He cleared the temple out, calling, them, calling it a den of thieves. He knew when to be meek, but he also knew when to act accordingly. The incredible meekness of Jesus was also on display most clearly when he was slapped and spit on by the Jewish religious elite. You know, he could have easily cursed them or struck them down, yet he submitted to the will of the Father, submitted to the authority. He was meek, he was being meek. You know, I couldn't even imagine the humiliation of being spit on and slapped. You know, just thinking about it, it just makes my blood boil right now. And even on the cross, he was meek. He had been tortured, he had been you know, whipped, he had been put on a crown of thorns on his head, made to carry the cross. And he's had his hands pierced and his feet pierced onto the cross. And I don't know, he, I feel like he could have had the power to come down and done something about it. But he was submitting to the will of the Father, submitting to authority, even though he had the power to do it. That, that is meekness. And he was meek to the very end of his life. 1 Peter 2, 3 says, When they hur hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who, just, who judges justly. The one who judge, judge, judges justly is God, and he entrusted himself to him. You know, it's incredible that Jesus, who was God himself, allowed himself to be insulted, assaulted, and eventually murdered. And that meekness of Jesus is something that cannot be overlooked. It can't be overstated. You cannot forget that. Meekness is Jesus. To be meek is to be like Jesus. And ultimately, that's the goal of uh, our Christian life, right? Although we will never be like Jesus, we can still strive to be like him regardless. So to be meek is to withhold and have self-control over all things. And Jesus shows this all throughout his ministry. You know, you also only have to look at the temptation by the devil to see the meekness and self-control of Jesus. We know that he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And the devil offered, I mean, the devil asked him to turn the stones to bread so, he could, uh, so, so Jesus could eat it. But Jesus gives, like, the greatest answer I've ever heard. He says in Matthew 4, 4, It is written, man shall not live on bread alone. But every, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. You know, he had the power to, you know, turn that stone to bread and to show up the devil. He was probably hungry. He might have wanted to eat that bread. But what an incredible show of meekness. 
he didn't even acknowledge the devil. He was being meek. He was being under self-control. So this main verse, the weak shall inherit the earth, for, the, for you know, many of the people hearing it, it was a huge, huge shock. They would think, how could the meek possibly inherit the earth? And he was preaching to Jews, who were a class of people often looked down on. They were on the lower end of the, the class. And not to mention the fact that the people at the time really only basically understood power and conquest. You know, the Romans, they, they conquered everything. They had the power. They were ruling everybody. They didn't understand meekness or, or weakness. This is a world ruled with an iron fist by the Roman Empire. So what Jesus was saying by um, the weak shall inherit the earth was a truly countercultural message. It's not the people who destroy and conquer that will inherit the world. It will be the gentle ones, the one with self-control, the meek. Remember, Jesus was most likely preaching to the poor farmers and worksmiths. These people weren't conquerors. These people didn't have swords and went out to battle like the Romans. But Jesus was telling these folks, if you practice meekness, you will be the ones to inherit the earth, not the Romans you see lording over you. For them to hear this, it was completely shocking. So that leads us to the question, you know, how can I become meek? As I mentioned before, we're probably, you know, a lot of us probably aren't meek, and it takes work. So don't be discouraged. Colin Smith, a senior pastor from the Orchard Evangelical Church, says this. None of us have meekness by nature. It comes from the presence of Jesus Christ in the life of a Christian. And it grows as you imitate the Savior to whom you have bound yourself and with whom you have chosen to walk. So to imitate Christ is the quickest way to become meek. So whenever you feel that need to be powerful or assertive, you know, just look to Jesus. Just look to Jesus on the cross. Because on, even on the verge of death, he actually had the meekness to say, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. You know, as I mentioned before, he had been just incredibly tortured and even on the verge of death, he asked the Father to forgive them. Now, if you could be like that in the face of uh, all that ridicule, all that torture, all that pain, and you're literally on the point of death, but you have the meekness to say that, wouldn't you want to strive to be like that person? I know I do. And I'm sure all of you would love to be like that as well. A person who can say that, you know, in the face of death and ridicule is not weak. That person is a person with strength and something to admire. For one, and I know all of you, want to be meek like Jesus. So let's set aside our pride 
individuality and let us become meek. This is something that I pray that we all strive to get. So to, so to conclude this message, meekness is often misunderstood. We think of meekness as something, as someone who is meek and mild, almost like a sissy. And as I mentioned before, that's not what meekness is. It's someone who has the power, but has the self-control not to use that power. So there's nothing wimpy about being meek. So that, that message, that, that main verse, the blessed, blessed are the meek as they shall inherit the earth, as they shall inherit the earth. The meek actually are the strongest people. And the strongest people, Jesus says, they will inherit the earth. It's not the people who conquer people. It's not the people who have this huge amount of power and abuse it. It's not the people who, you know, take advantage of others. But it's about the people who have the power, who have self-control, who, who don't use that power for bad, even though they can. So to be meek is to be like Jesus. It's to submit to authority. So let's be like the greatest man, the epitome of meekness, who is Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this, um, this time to worship you and to learn about you, Lord. Um, let, us, let us all practice and strive to become meek like you, Lord. We know it's not something that's easy. We know it's something that's countercultural in, uh, in this country. We know that America props up meek as something that you don't want, but we as Christians know that meekness is something that is truly, truly incredible. To be meek is to be like you, Jesus, and we all strive to be like you. And that's all we can pray, Lord, is to, for you to help us to be meek. And um, yeah, just, we just love you and we, bless, uh, we, we ask you to bless us in this time of COVID-19. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.